Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Talking Games Podcast. My name's Rob Newmeyer, and it is Thursday, November 13th. I'll be your guide for the next 90 or so, and I am here with my cohorts, Justin Townsend. Hello there. Steve Say. Hello. And Captain Jackie Turner. Hello. Uh, this week, we're going to talk to you about the year anniversary of the Xbox One and the PS4. We'll kind of jump into what we want to see coming for both of the systems, some of the games we want announced, some of the UI improvements, I guess, that we want. Uh, I have some statements written down about you know, what they announced at E3 in 2013, and we'll see what they kept promise-wise and what they broke promise-wise. Cool. Uh, These bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll start with how everyone's week was. So, Jackie, you were sick. <laughs> I am sick, yes. How are you feeling today? I'm better. I, yeah, it's not Ebola, so that's the plus. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so I'll pack just, on yeah. vitamin C and <laughs> that won't work there, but Yeah. It's just mm. a touch of the man flu. Just yeah, a bit of coughing, a lot of bitching and moaning. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll but be fine. <laughs> you complain? <laughs> no, never. never. Right? Just cuz I'm sick. <laughs> contagious or non-contagious? Well, you'll find out in about three days. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. No more. Do you remember when I was sick and I was like, I'm going to stay home from the podcast so you guys don't get That's sick? True. Jackie's Gave like, you fair warning. Open, opening <laughs> the doors, everybody come in. We're even podcasting from the quarantine zone. Yes. yes. True. Oh, I should have been in a protective bubble. <laughs> should have thought about that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what were you up to this week, Justin? Um, played some games. Um, mm-hmm. Hung out at home. Mm-hmm. Did a whole lot of nothing. Bought some PAX tickets. PAX? Ooh. Yes. So how'd that work out? So uh, PAX East tickets went on sale today. Uh, there was no warning they were going on sale today. They're doing the PAX Prime uh, routine now where it's just, hey, they're on sale now. Yeah, because on their website, I've, I've been checking daily, and on their website, all it says is check back tomorrow. Yeah, not available. We were We knew it was going to be... November at some like they had said like although they're not uh, gonna be in sale in October nope check check back in November so S- see but them having the actual show a month earlier than normal yeah it would kind of throw in you know yeah, a you weird sh- monkey it, wrench because it always goes on sale in November so it is uh you're right it's a little bit strange that they didn't do it in October but whatever the case may be so I was sitting there at work and um I work about 15 feet from Eric who was on the PC show, and we always go together. And uh, I just happened to check Twitter, and like it popped up right away. Like, Paxi's tickets are now on sale. So I was like, I, ma- I made a loud gasp noise, stood up out of my <laughs> chair, and yelled over to Eric. I'm like, get, get the website up. Get the website up. So he knew that they were going on sale this month. We had talked about it actually earlier that day. Like, we got to start looking. And so I clicked on the link, and by the time he pulled up the website, it had crashed. Uh, wow. So, I mean, that website was not designed to handle any sort of traffic because it had only been 18 seconds after I saw it. So he must have saw it. He had the website up within another 20. Okay. So within a minute, the website crashed. So I hit the the link on my phone right away, uh-huh. and I uh, was put in a queue. And at, during PAX Prime, I had also gotten into this queue and didn't get tickets. So I was nervous, and I was concerned. And all of a sudden, it popped up, and there's a there's a clock at the top, and it's like you have 11 minutes to fill out this form 
put in all your information and complete the transaction. Otherwise, it's going to go to somebody else in queue. Yeah, that's what they do for San Diego Comic-Con yeah. and New York Comic-Con. I get really stressed like that. I feel like oh, my that's fingers crazy. turn into spaghetti and so I can't type my now own I'm name. Typing on the, I'm like typing on the phone like as fast and frantically as <laughs> you possible. You do this on your phone? Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't have gotten them because yeah. the link just happened to work on my phone. The website had crashed, wow. so there was no way to click the link. Wow. So I'm doing this on my phone. I Rob and me were talking about PAX. And uh, I text Rob and I'm like, yes or no, right now, PAX. <laughs> and then I figured there's no, like, I was like, he could be busy at work. I'm like, I'm just going to buy one. Right. So I was able to get three tickets. Nice. And while I'm doing this, I'm telling Eric, I'm like, we, there's this hotel that's connected to the convention center. Yeah. It's always really nice and it's sold out right away. And it's always more expensive than the other ones. That's why we never do it. But I'm like, I'm tired of like waking up at the crack of dawn yeah, to get there at six. Like, yeah, but I'm yeah. still gonna get up at six. But I'll right. get up at six, and at six oh two, I'll be online. Plus, yeah. there's a Starbucks in the exactly. lobby. Exactly, you can get your coffee on the way through the lobby, oh, yeah. was, and you're online. So I was yeah. telling him like months ago, I'm like this year we're staying there. I don't care what the <laughs> price is. We're we're gonna do it. And right. so there was a queue line for the hotels. Wow. <laughs> so his queue came up, and he had like a bunch of hotels to choose from. It was different than any other year, and I was like, "Look for the Westin, look for the Westin," and we found it, and it was cheaper than it was any other year by like thirty bucks, which put it in blind with pretty much all the other hotels we stayed at. So I'm like, "Do it." Obviously, yeah. So we ended up. We always go up very, very early on Friday morning and go straight to the show. This year, we're gonna do it a little differently. We're gonna take the train. <laughs> uh, so we're going to take the ferry, the train to go into Boston, right. and then we're going to be staying right there. So we're not going to have a car this year. So it'll be a bit of an adventure. Yeah. But we were able to, to get the tickets. Uh, Three-day tickets sold out in eight minutes. Wow. That's amazing. That really is. Rob, rest- are, you, are you going? I'm going to go. Ooh. Nice. I am going to go. Yeah. I have a friend that lives right outside of the city. Matt, you've met Matt. Yes. Uh, I love Matt. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a place to stay. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and he has a train right by his house. Train goes right into the city. Everything works out perfectly. Yeah, Rob doesn't want to get there at 6 in the morning. We already (laughs) had this discussion. I mean, I could care less. I'll probably meet you guys there, but, you know, it's just easier when I'm in a nice, comfy house with someone who makes pancakes and (laughs) get all comfortable. That's true. Part of the experience for Eric and myself is the whole like getting up and waiting outside and being in the cold. Now, usually it's late March, early April. So it's usually cold, but you're moving How towards that spring. An experience? It's just an experience, Jackie. But it's it's, it's, it's bonding. You're talking to people. I met a guy from Washington last year. I so, could go to a nice, warm, cozy bar, have a beer in my hand, and meet a guy from Washington. No, I do I'm not t- need to stand outside at six in the morning in the freezing cold. Yeah, but are you going to sit and talk about your love of alcohol? You're sitting in line <laughs> talking about what games you want to go play. You know, who are you excited that's there? Uh, your still, game plan for the day. Still maintain I could probably do that in a coffee shop or a bar somewhere. No, it, it really, it, it adds to the experience. You get out there in the community and, you know, you meet people, you make friends. Yeah. We met some really cool people well, doing this. I will this. look forward to hearing your two stories about this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if Steve, you are thinking of attending or if you want to go, um, the press pa- try press pass see what happens I, I still want us to try press passes i was gonna say that press- i was gonna say it off air but i'll, I'll say it now that <laughs> we in all likelihood could could go yeah. uh-huh i i think i that- wasn't gonna take the chance though I no, no, if, we get them, if we get them then yeah. we'll figure out what to do afterwards but for, the odd thing was press registration is not open which is interesting because 
it's the opposite of Comic-Con. Press goes first mm-hmm. and then oh. single get single day tickets or you know and the passes go later. So I didn't want to take the chance. Yeah, but they they always say that the show is for the people. Yeah. So of course. That, right. that's why right. they, that's why they I love do it. it opposite yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what kind of kicked off our podcast this time last year. Yeah. Right? We were only a couple of shows in when you came back from PAX East and told us all With about it last year. With a very ridiculously bad report of everything I saw. <laughs> this time I'm going and I'm writing stuff down and I hope Good. to talk to a couple of people. But so. like, you know, this time, like, you know, you were there, you know, will be this time last year and you were talking about Evolve and Destiny and... Hey, look, we're still talking about those things. <laughs> exactly. Huh. So it's kind of cool. It'll be fun to hear what you get to see this time that we're going to be playing this time next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking mm-hmm. of standing on lines, uh, the other day, Tuesday it was, uh, the Target buy two, get one free sale started. Yeah. So at a nice bright and early 6 a.m., I met Justin over at our local Target in the absolute freezing cold. It was not freezing Why cold. did you go at 6.30? Okay, well, so... Well, no, not 6.30, 6. This is well, their thing, if you don't figure this out. Sure, 6 a.m. <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Black. If it was Black Friday, would you think it was crazy? Yes, but they, they don't open until 8. Was okay, it the experience? Do you not know what Black Friday looks like yeah. when you wait online at like one That's of those true. things? Like There are people camped out for Black Friday right now. But this isn't Black Friday. But the thing is, it's we're in the holiday season, and it's a buy two games, get okay. one free deal. Was it, and two huge games people? came out that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. You were hoping to meet people. It was the experience of lining off outside Target at 6 in the morning, We were the only right? people there the whole time. <laughs> well, not, not necessarily. There not were, necessarily. Uh, yeah. Because there's, okay, we're standing there, three people. We're obviously waiting for something, and these two ladies, like right as the doors are about to open, they just like walk past us, stand in front of us, and run to the electronics counter. And it was like, you know, don't mm, is there any order? And I, I guess not. Oh, I got a story I for you. Punch the oh well, face. well, okay. just, Justin definitely ran by one of them. Well, so. she was she was older and a little bit slow, so I gave her a firm <laughs> hip check through the door. The other one I couldn't. She was young. I couldn't catch her. Um, I he's probably not going to hear this. The guy that sold me my my games. He, uh, I've seen him in there for a number of years. I always go into the same Target, and I bring my games up to the counter. And I got Bayonetta 2, um, Halo, and Lords of the Fallen. And I, I go up to the counter, and he's like, oh, he's like, B- Bayonetta 2 is the only good game out of that pile. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. Like, I'm just kind of looking at him like, this is a, a bizarre greeting. I How, take you it know. you're not working on commission. Right? Yeah. And so, like, we start talking, and I come to find out, I'm, I, I can't remember what he said, but I come to find out that he hasn't played any of them and i said so then how do you know like when i come up to you and i and i drop my games on the counter how do you know that these games are bad you just told me that these games weren't, weren't worth playing he's like oh well that's just what i heard <laughs> oh. i looked at him i went you're the worst uh-huh it's like judge jury and executioner or something. Uh-huh. yeah the worst i don't like it when people do that i hate and no. just think about those games developers that spend years working on this thing knowing there's some dick in target telling people not to buy their game because i've heard it's not very good well, you I'll have bleeding heart jackie uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's I, true that's I, someone's I, life's work right there and we'll get to it but he was totally wrong about lords of the fallen that game's awesome mm-hmm. so but we'll he might have been right about halo though I, well, I see this, too. though, at the comic store every week yeah. where a, a new book will come out and I'll have it in my hand. 
and someone will inevitably walk by and say, oh, that book, I heard it sucked. You know, and it's like, you, how do you know? You don't know until you read it. You won't know until you mm-hmm. play these games yeah. and you form your own opinion. Speaking of games, yes, one of our friends and listeners played a dangerous game today on Twitter. Oh, no. Our friend Superbad Larry tweeted me a photo from like the last page of Ultimate Comics uh, Spider-Man today. I had just finished reading it. No shit, like maybe three minutes before he sent that tweet. Oh, man, and I open it up, and it's the final panel. And I'm like, he's like, what do you think about this? And I was like, first of all, spoilers, dude. Oh, uh-huh. my God. I just finished reading it. I well, would have killed this man. That happened to, to me today also. I saw something from Hugh, and it was a picture from the new issue of Batman. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even open it to look because I had not read the issue yet, though. It's awesome. But comic books aside... Let's get to what we have been playing this week. Okay. Steve, now you want to start? Well, I didn't get to talk about my weekend. My oh, weekend oh, was oh, actually go, kind go, of go. awesome. I'm sorry. Really quick. Go for, go for it. Um, I went out with uh, Lauren Colleagues on Sunday night, and we went to the city to go and see uh, the bands Anti-Mask and La Butcherette. Okay. They were phenomenal. At the, what venue? The Bowery Ballroom. I like that place. Oh, that is yeah. a cute little place. It yeah. is. Crazy, crazy energy. Um, the lead singer of the La Butcherette is uh, Terry Genderbender. She is a like hard rock and roll, like Janis Joplin type of of woman, right? Like Stevie Nicks and like all this like white rabbit channeling stuff and whatever. Uh-huh. It was really theatrical and really amazing. Both bands put on a phenomenal show. And the other thing, the other cool thing I did was I saw Big Hero Six oh, the other yeah. night. I it's my favorite animated movie of the year. Awesome! I, I cannot wait it. to see that. Yeah. It's. It hits so many emotional and visual like high watermarks. The the animation in it, and I will say this, um, it's the best animation that Disney has done, technologically speaking, ever. Mm-hmm. It looks the best out of anything they've ever did. It looks better than Frozen. It looks better than Tangled, all of that recent stuff. Yeah. This is like their next evolution of animation. The movements of the characters is so fluid and realistic like when you watch it you won't believe it it was yeah, awesome i'm gonna wind up seeing that next week i just so good so swamped with stuff but anyway that's it i just wanted to share that thank you thank you very much You're very welcome but let's jump into what games you played then so before you were sort of teasing lords of fallen yeah i played lords of the fallen uh and i've actually got quite a bit of notes uh up here because i want to Make sure I get my points across. Uh, Lords, okay. of, Lords of the Fallen. Well, do you have any questions first? Well, yeah. What kind of game is it? All right. Lords of the Fallen is Dark Souls. I know a lot of people are trying to differentiate it and say it's apart from Dark Souls. It mm-hmm. is in, in ways. But if you want to think of uh, Demon Souls or Dark Souls as being so good that they might have under the radar created their own genre, instead of thinking of a company that's just ripping them off because... Like, in all seriousness, the combat, the way the endurance meter is, the way that you, you know, dispel your your experience points and things like that, uh-huh. everything about it feels like Dark Souls, with okay. the exception of that there is um, some, like, distance combat that isn't magic. You get a, a gauntlet that you can then use to shoot projectiles or, like, a shotgun-like beam or send explosives out and stuff like that. But um, you essentially you play as a warrior, a cleric, or a deceiver, or or a roguelike character, and it's I have no idea what the story means. I haven't really been paying attention to it. There are a number of NPCs that are giving you side quests and doing stuff like that, but as far as like the main thing, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Okay, so in terms of gameplay, 
Is it easier than Dark Souls or no. Demon Souls? No. No. You think it's harder? I think it's on par. I think it's deceptively simple at the start. I, I streamed about an hour and 20 minutes of it uh, the, mm-hmm. other, the other day when I played it. And um, it started off as a thing. They don't tell you jack. Like, as far as the, the movement goes, you have to figure out everything on your own. So I when I was doing the stream, it was the first time I'm playing the game, mm-hmm. I died like five or six times while people were watching me. And I'm like, no, this is so embarrassing. Um, but eventually I found the, the roll or the dodge, like the evade, and uh, it completely changed the game up. However, I will say this in that it differs from uh, Dark Souls in that the enemies feel a little bit more varied. Okay. Um, you'll find enemies that are larger with that are covered from head to toe in armor. The only way that you can really do any damage to them is if you get behind them, okay. which is extraordinarily difficult to do. Uh, one of the only ways to do that, and here's a tip, is actually you can run towards them and hold your shield up and do a shield bash. Mm-hmm. And you'll actually knock them onto the ground, and okay. then you can start you know, doing a little bit of damage. But it only works for certain enemies. Um, there's other enemies that kind of, they're they're faster. Like, they can run across the entire field and do, like, they have all these different combinations. It's not, enemies are not as predictable as they are in Dark Souls. They have a couple of different move sets, and they, they randomize them a lot. So they're, you know, unpredict- unpredictable in that way, uh, which was really cool. However, I will say this. The game, uh, I'm hoping would really benefit from a patch for a couple of things. Uh Um, Two glaring issues with the game is as solid as the combat is, the magic spells that you use. Like right now, um, I have the the Deceiver class, and I have an assassin that basically I pull my magic, which takes a very long time to pull off. you got to hold down the circle button for what feels like forever. Mm -hmm. You cast it, and the assassin rushes forward and kind of just blows whatever armor they have if they have a shield up he kind of knocks the shield up and then almost like shivs them a little bit um does crazy crazy damage and is super helpful but you you can lock on to enemies and when you send this guy out he's going to go in that direction that you originally intended even if you're still locked onto a character and that character has since moved since you cast him they're going to run right past him and not do a damn thing, and now you're screwed because you use so much of your magic and so on. So do you think that that adds to the difficulty just because some of the things might be broken then? No. No? No. So you think if all systems were go, that it still would be a hard game? It takes the the thing that the guy that I'm talking about in particular, like this is to the point where I'm actually thinking about like re-rolling a brand new character and going at it again. Because um, I chose the hardest class to build from, right from the get-go just because I felt like doing magic. Um, but without the glitches, I think it's still going to be difficult. That enemy that I'm talking about takes a good two to three minutes to take down without the magic attack. And that magic attack is unreliable at best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is, is that there is a large amount of um, dropout in the audio. You'll pick up audio books or audio logs or parchments or whatever, and there'll be no audio. Join the 2014 trend of yeah. non-synced yeah. audio or broken audio. It just seems like every new game that's coming out has some kind of audio sync problem. Yeah, yeah. I had to, uh, there was, I was streaming it, and there was a moment where there was a whole conversation shared between two characters and neither one of them 
had voices, so I had to make voices up and read aloud into the microphone and sound like a complete idiot. Hmm. I had fun doing it, but you know, there's only so many voices that I can drum up at the drop of a hat. So guys ended up sounding like girls, and girls ended up sounding like guys. And you should check it out. It's pretty ridiculous. I, uh, yeah. I, 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 the only thing that worries me about that game is Dark Souls to me was interesting and then just soul crushing. And yeah, I didn't want to do it. Well, I'm at a point in the game where I don't know that I can progress. Like I've tried every combination. I've tried, you know, there's nowhere for me to grind unless I want to go back. And even if I do that, there's really nowhere for me to grind. This enemy that I'm trying to defeat like I said, takes two to three minutes without magic to bring him down and surviving that alone is like, is this ridiculous challenge? Justin. So uh, I've been interested in this game. I, I picked it up during that target sale and uh, I, I looked at a lot of the reviews for the game, IGN, Polygon, Joystick, and they made the Dark Souls comparison, uh, mm-hmm. comparison, excuse me, close enough. Comparisons. And, comparisons, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I can't speak English today, apparently. Uh, I like comparison. Yeah, well, it should. It's a great word. I'm going to add it to the dictionary. Um, and the thing was, they said that the game started out at the point where you felt very matched with the enemies, but it, by the end of the game, you were steamrolling your way through the enemies. Now you're not there yet, but no. that's what drew me. That's what kind of drew me to the game was because I really had no interest in playing a game where I wanted to throw the controller out the window. Yeah, which is why I haven't got into the Dark Souls games. Um, but this seemed like. Towards the end, it was like you were an all-powerful god, and the enemies were like not any, some, not even anything that you have to worry about. So I'd be mm-hmm. interested to see if you were able to progress further, uh, if you would still have that um, that comparison to Dark Souls comparison. <laughs> Whatever you got a real <laughs> mental block on that word. I do. I'm, I do. <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm at the point where there's there's a roadblock. Uh-huh. I tried when I got home last night. I tried for maybe an hour and a half. And I'm still in the same spot as when I turned it off because I got fed up. Now, Do you think that's because you chose the hardest character to play? I think it's a combination of things. I think, I mean, I was looking at some of the tips online after I had turned it off and they're saying, you know, you really need to stat boost. You have to pick like one or two things and know what your character is, specializes in and jack that up. Like, don't try to even out your yeah, your stat out points. Your points like, yeah. yeah. Like if you're, if you're a magic user, which I am, I went heavy faith. Yeah. But for some reason, I have enough faith points for the, the last spell, but I can't activate it for some bizarre reason. Uh-huh. There's a couple of things with the game that are it's it's glitchy, but I'm I'm right. wondering whether or not a game like this is going to, to even get like some kind of an update or if it's just right. it is what it is. How many hours in do you think you are right now? <laughs> Without dying so many times from that fight, probably only about two and a half. Right, right. So mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more than that, part three at the most. Yeah, so I'll be interested next week, you know, if you're going to yeah. carry on playing it, like, you know, see how much further you get with it, or even if you yeah. do want to get any further with I'm that. probably going to re-roll it. I'm probably going to make another character and make, like, a straight-up warrior and just, you know, go to just do the most damage instead of fiddling around with uh, right. with magics and I stuff. Find, I do find that's kind of how I do a lot of these games is I play a tank all the time, and I go in and I hit everything really, really hard. Then when I'm used to the game and how the game plays, then I'll go back yeah. in and do the other classes that take a little more finesse My style and a little well. more strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play anything else? I did. Mm. I played The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Ah. And I think Jackie, Jackie did too, well. right? Yeah. So. Okay. 
Let's go into this freaky, freaky game. <laughs> well, let me let me just let me give a little brief synopsis, and then we'll Jackie and I will, will trade off. Um, the Binding of Isaac is about a small child whose mother is kind of a uh, I wouldn't say religious zealot, but she's she's a little off her rocker. You wouldn't say that, <sighs> really. <laughs> <laughs> all right maybe i will no, no, right. okay so i literally played this game for maybe 30 minutes what but the beginning of it blew me away so much because it looks kind of cute and i'd heard it was a little strange but i was like all right you know let me let me go in and see it's free this month on ps plus so i go in and it starts off with isaac as this little kid whose mom likes to watch christian tv mm-hmm. a lot and i was like oh well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a strange way to start a game. Then it was Isaac. Mo- Isaac's mom thinks Isaac is a sinner and must be have his games taken away. I was like, all right. So I have a 10-year-old son. I take his games away all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Not so bad so far. Then it quickly progresses to Isaac must be locked in his room to mother is coming with a big carving knife from yep. the kitchen to kill Isaac and he is going to escape down into the da- dark, dank basement to escape his homicidal, religious, zealot, fanatic of a mother. To me, that is like the craziest start to a game it, all year. It gets so much worse than that. <laughs> yeah, so, that's as far as I got and I was like, holy shit. Has Luke started digging his tunnel yet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No? He's got a little, yeah, little, little uh, side bit there. Yeah, so, climb out. So when you get into the basement, you come to find out that there have been you, your own brothers and sisters that have come before you that you never knew about have all been banished to this underground, <laughs> like Zelda, you know, Zelda-like dungeon yes. game that's also kind of a, a bullet hell. It's kind of where like your a bullets are, are your own tears. Like a, yeah, yeah. It's just the most bizarre thing I've ever, like I said, I I went into it and I was like, what is going on? And then I came across like the first boss bit and there's like these weird, like creepy, crawly things. And like the cleft uh, in his mouth and everything. Yeah, it's so bizarre. I feel like it's been written by someone that possibly was brought up in the Westboro Baptist Church, you know, isn't welcome there anymore, decided to write a game about their upbringing. I love it. Oh my God. Now this game has an absolute huge cult following. Yes. Um, I see why. It's that bizarre. And there are tons and tons of secrets that took quite a while to figure out because there is like a regular way to beat it and then there is the absolute proper way to beat it see we beat it i I literally i downloaded it we turned it on we started playing it and by the time we were done playing it we had beaten it in one sitting in that one shot Uh it was me and my friend mike i've heard an hour like if you do it the exact correct way properly one hour like that's what you can right You know, obviously that's... You I can't know. remember the name of that game from last year. The one where you had to go from room to room. Stanley something. Stanley's Stanley Parable. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Binding of Isaac. I, I love bullet hell games. I've been a huge fan of those, especially on the Dreamcast. Like that was my my gold on the Dreamcast was all the bullet, bullet hell games that they had. Uh-huh. So the fact that you're a tiny, you know, you're a little kid who's been banished to this place that is essentially haunted by the tortured souls of your brothers and sisters yeah. and you're trying to escape i had no your... idea like i mean that's my own fault for not even researching anything oh, but i so threw good. it on like i said i have a 10 year old son who is in his room with the door closed and i play this for like half an hour i was like what is this this is crazy i turn it off to do something my son walks out of his room and says did he did you escape your mama yet <laughs> so, oh, okay so maybe yeah maybe that wasn't an appropriate one for him to be listening in on oh that's great so weird. Yeah. 
And now to a, a lighter game. I know we both yes. played uh, SteamWorld Dig. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I had previously played this on the 3DS, and right. I absolutely love this game. I found it very charming, and I, that caught me for a lot longer than uh, Isaac did. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, uh, it's really, it's fun, and it's kind of cute, and it's got that simplicity to it. Mm-hmm. That you just dig and dig and dig and dig. And I don't dig like the robot <laughs> voices, though. No, yeah, you know what? They annoy me. They do annoy me too. Wait, wait, when wait, I wait, first wait, heard wait, them, wait, wait, wait. it just reminds me of like a like old school Star Fox. Like, me, just, me, 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 me. yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't like it. I, I'd rather proper voices or no voices at all. Yeah. How much of that one did you play? I only got about an hour. Well, I've I've beat it on the 3ds. Right. Um. And it's it's an easy five six hour game. Okay, is there most. much progression? Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get, you know, different weapons. You'll right. help out all the characters. Because I did um, notice in an hour, like I was able to like my pickaxe was like three levels up from where I started, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I had bought a whole lot of stuff already. And are you able to get out of the hole that you've dug automatically? Do you have to climb to the top every time? Uh, you'll eventually get. Like place teleporters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I found one okay. teleport halfway down. Yeah, because I mean, I dug down in the time that I played it pretty far and was just constantly going back up to the surface to go and trade in whatever minerals and gems that I had found to yep. trade in for upgrades. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after a while, yeah, remembering the path to get up there was getting to be a little bit much. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's the charm of it also. Yes. You know, just being able to quickly double jump your path and... Yeah. But yeah, eventually you'll you'll hit teleporters and uh, cool. it it's it gets nice and easy. But yeah, that's a great game if you haven't downloaded it yet for the PS Now. Then PS not Plus. PS Now, sorry, PS Plus. Yeah. Then definitely do so. Add it to your library. Do whatever because it's it's a great five six hour play. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of upgrades and stuff, what did you learn in? This week of Sunset Overdrive. That Sunset Overdrive is probably one of my favorite games ever. Yes, sir. Wow. It's that, that is good. That's quite a endorsement. bold, bold statement. I texted, uh, I think I texted you and Jackie that earlier uh, in the week, and I said, this might not be, I think it was just you, actually. Mm-hmm. I said, this might not be my favorite game of the year, but um, it could also be one of my favorites of all time. I, the, the more I play this game, the more and more I fall in love with it. Um I sometimes make mistakes in games and I like unless they specifically tell you something and you're like 100% invested at the time sometimes it just slips my mind like the English language just like floats away <laughs> um so I had forgotten all about the this thing called amps uh which allow you to put bonuses on your weapons so some of them will cause the enemies to you can put it on you have a weapon wheel of like six weapons right Steve like six uh yes something like that so you're getting all these weapons yeah. that you could buy, and then you could put bonuses on them. So sometimes enemies will freeze or spontaneously combust or they'll explode and so on and so forth. Those are the ones I had. I think it's eight. Eight? Yeah, it it's could eight. be eight. Yeah, yeah. it's eight. Um, I had forgotten all about these bonuses. And so I went and I was just like, oh, I wonder why I'm not getting any more of these. And then I look and it was like, you could buy 15 more. <laughs> and wow. you buy them with the collectibles in the world. So they give you a reason to go around collecting this stuff. And I just completely passed me by and forgotten about it. So I was like, crap, I've, I've got to go buy. Now, I looked at my inventory. I had like $25,000 in cash, but I need these collectibles. So what I did was I bought – there's maps that you could buy for the islands that show you where all the right. collectibles are. 
So I spent like the last just two hours in the game just going around like aimlessly collecting stuff. Um, yeah. I had the Monday Night Football game snapped into the corner. So I was listening <laughs> to that while collecting stuff. Um, and I was having like I just like a good – I just have a good time with this game every time I turn it on. I'm like right now I don't want to play anything but Sunset Overdrive. See, now here's the thing. With open world games and with these kind of collectibles, what do you normally do? Do you normally clear out zones? Zones. So yep, then how did you not already, you know, clear out a zone of collectibles or... Because honestly, some of them are not, they're not, not that they're not easy to see, but like, I, what during, this is how I figured it out. During one of the missions, I needed toilet paper and it's like, you have four or five. I'm like, I have four or five. Then I, I actually looked up, I'm like, where is toilet paper? And I'm like, oh, it's hanging from the, the street lamps. But to me, it just looked like it was like a damaged flag, and I didn't even think about it. And now I saw some of the other ones, like there's balloons that are floating. So if I saw a balloon, I would go get it. Uh-huh. And then there's these signs on walls that you can run. It looks like it's a part of the game, unless you really were looking and you're like, oh, that's that's something I, I'm going to go run over and hit X, and it's going to pick it up. There's shoe, there's shoes hanging on power lines. So if I saw that, I would grab it. But like to me, it was just like, I'm going to get a, an achievement forgetting all these and i was like there's a lot of them i'm not really going to worry about it mm-hmm. but now it's like it's part of the currency mm-hmm. so i wanted to go back and get them all and so that's that's what i've been doing and now i've got all sorts of bonuses as my contact starts freaking out ah. <laughs> um i've got all sorts of bonuses on my weapons now that i didn't have before um you know i have random lightning strikes that come down and obliterate enemies and yeah yeah I, I got that too and when i had like in the, it when I use my melee weapon, like I'll just create a tornado that will come out mm-hmm. and damage enemies as, as it flies away. Um, the weapons in the game are just the absolute best. I love the fire crowbar. Oh, I don't have that one yet. Ooh. Oh, you... no, that shoots out the flames? Yeah, yeah, I do have that. The thing's the business. My favorite thing to do now is just to put down, like in a huge group, like put down as many uh, acid turrets as I can and then shoot out this pistol that creates these balloons that rise out of the air that have pistols on them. Mm-hmm. And the pistols start firing in at the crowd that you're in. And then your multiplier starts building and building and building. And then now all of a sudden, like, random lightning strikes will come down and start obliterating enemies. And it's like, this is this is amazing. So how far do you think you are? Uh, I'm 10 hours into the game. If I had to guess story-wise, I'd say I'm maybe, like, 30 or 40%. But now it's like I'm doing all the side quests. Mm -hmm. Um, Who are you dealing with right now mainly? Have you uh, made it to the LARPing group? LARPing group? No, not yet. Because now, you know what the thing, too, is, like, I could fast travel on the game to get to one one end of the city to the other, and I'm not even doing that. I'm having way too much fun mm-hmm. with the momentum and movement of the game that it's like, this is 800 meters away. You could fast travel, and it's like, no, I'm going to try and build up a huge combo because I want to see how high I could get. And now I'm, like, air dashing to everything and bouncing and, like, nice. seeing how high you could get it to go. Uh-huh. Everything about the game just screams fun. Did you meet Brill Cream? Yes. No. No. I'm looking for him. Okay, so when said, you find Brill Cream, that's when the party starts. Yeah. Well, I said to you earlier in the week, because we were talking about this, and I said the interesting thing is, out of the four of us, you're the one that's more focused on it having a cohesive story, and it meaning something, and the story being important in the game. Like, you're the one out of all of us. So it surprises me just how much you love this game, because it seems silly and fun, but not particularly meaningful, right? Well... In a way, yes. I mean, the story's interesting. It's funny. It's 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 got its charm for sure. Right. But there are times where I just want to play a game for the sheer fun of it, like Infamous. Yeah. I thought the Infamous story is good and in everything, but I had more fun in Infamous doing the missions, getting right. the collectibles. Like 
there are games that I like that stuff in. Okay, so but, for you, the gameplay in this is so good that it doesn't even matter how important the story is. It, d- yeah, exactly, but the story itself isn't isn't bad at all. Right. Like it's, it's not. It's, not it's gonna, actually it's, quite good. It's cool. not going to win award like awards for its story, it's not, but it's yeah. enough to keep you interested in it enough right. to do all these extra things. It's extraordinarily tongue in cheek. Like everything yeah. about it. Have you played Dead Rising? Uh, I played the third one. Okay. Did you see that um, that downloadable uh, Dead Rising that came out with like all the goofy ass shit that was included no. in it? I wasn't yeah. a big fan. It's of... like that on crack. Right. Like yeah. it's constantly making fun of itself. It's constantly breaking the fourth wall. Fourth wall doesn't even exist. The game actually has like its own narrator that talks to you, the player. Right. Yeah, you can like, buy that. Omni- you know, yeah. like an omnipresent voice so that's guiding so, you. So it's not so much a deep story, but it is a very cleverly written it's, story. Yeah. It's entertaining and it's clever. Witty. Yeah. It's yeah. a comedy. It's funny. It's a right. comedy about the apocalypse, <laughs> and that works perfectly, perfectly for me right now. I mean, Rob and me had this uh, discussion about open world games and RPGs, and it's like unless these games grab me like right away, yeah, I'll have a hard time with them. Like I liked Dead Rising, but I got like two hours in and it hadn't fully grabbed me yet, and I never went back to it because there was right. just other stuff I wanted to play, mm-hmm. and this was teetering right on that level when when everyone came over and i was playing the opening levels yeah i i I was enjoying it but i was like this needs to go somewhere like right now or i'm gonna get lost in it right and i'm gonna i'll say i'm gonna come back to it and i won't and an hour later it got me just a little bit more just a little bit more and now it got me (laughs) and now i want to i want to bring this game up to 100 percent completion cool awesome now i know there's a lot of like current references and stuff like that brought up during the story yeah do you think that's going to hurt the game in the future? Like, I don't, I don't think like, like in ten years, someone playing no. and they're like, "What the f is <laughs> Breaking Bad?" Or no, I don't think so. Like the the stuff that they've chosen is stuff that is. Well, I'm not gonna say it's timeless, but it's gonna always remain <laughs> relevant in a way. It'll be relevant enough for the life of the console and the game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? All the kids yeah. are gonna know Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um. Anything else? Did you play anything Halo. else? Oh, here oh, we go. Yes. Yeah, tell me about this because I I bought this but have not played it yet, and maybe I shouldn't yet. I wouldn't play it yet. Oh, I would. It's it's a disaster right now. It's a, as of last night when I played it, it was a disaster. Um, I'll jump into PvP first. Uh, PvP completely broken, broken in the way that your takes 20 minutes to get into a match if that if oh, that God. wow i heard up to three hours for some people and that was that none that was last night at 10 o'clock later actually it was closer to 11 and people had taken off work yesterday to play this game so yeah it was taking in the morning it was taking hours and they were working on it working on it and they got it down to probably like 20 minutes and so you would start a match um i was with my friend bob and the two of us were trying it together, and the first match we went into, we were outnumbered by two. Then it booted me to, after the match was over and we got housed, it felt like we were playing a professional team, and I hadn't played Halo 2 in 10 years, no, probably like eight years. So we got housed badly, and then it booted me back to the title screen, and it came back in, and it wouldn't let me rejoin Bob. It would say that I was joining him, and it, it gave me the option to kick him, but we were not together. Mm-hmm. So I would start a match, like go into matchmaking, and he wouldn't be with me. And I could not I, – I had to quit the game, restart, quit the game, restart. Finally, on the third try, it worked. And then we started, and then it kicked us back out, and I lost him again. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. Let's just play. So you try and go into a match. I try and go into a match. So we got in 
15, 20 minutes later, we got into a match, and it put me on a 2v5. Oh, that's fair. So that was the way they felt like balancing <laughs> the team. So it was two of us versus five of them, um, and it was over. You know, I was just getting destroyed. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The balancing issues were ridiculous. I've seen matches that are not supposed to go to 100 go to 100. If you're supposed to start with one weapon, you start with another. Just did not it, it just didn't wow. feel right. Not that the game itself was like when I was playing was glitchy and laggy or anything like that, but it was just like two two on five is not fair. Like it's just yeah. not fun. And I'm I don't, I don't want to wait now another twenty minutes to get another two on five. So uh, we went to campaign. So we started with Halo One on Legendary, and it looks great. I mean, Halo it has the remaster from uh, Halo Anniversary from a couple years ago. I mean that looks fine. I mean it looks incredibly dated now. But still fine uh, by using not the menu button, uh, not the options button, the, the one to the left of the Xbox button, whatever they call that button. Uh, you could switch to like Halo 1 graphics. So I ended up playing most of it in Halo 1 graphics because it's uh-huh. hysterical to look at. <laughs> wow, oh, that's, that's hilarious. And that's then I realized, good that they offer that. Yeah, uh, and it'll have the same option for, I know for Halo 2 for certain, but I don't know for 3. And 4 looks, from what I've heard, fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you got that silky, uh, silky smooth 60 frames a second. I mean, it looks great, plays great. Somewhere on the third level, I realized I was not getting any achievements. And so I opened up my achievement menu. I was like, you know, Xbox Snap, achievements, and uh, it wouldn't open correctly. We're, we'll get into those issues later. I finally got it open. I looked, and it was like it gives you – what's great about Xbox is it gives you an orange bar that gives you your progression on where you're at at the achievement. So it was like beat this level, beat this level, and they were fully full but not unlocked. So I went on to Twitter and looked, and it was like, yeah – Tons of people are complaining their achievements aren't unlocking. Um, other people were having problems with the frame rate in the game. I didn't have any problems there. But if you combine the two things, um, like for me, achievements are important and I want to get them. Um, so that wasn't working. And then it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to play story. Let me play multiplayer. And I go into multiplayer. Multiplayer was completely broken. Uh, it was as disappointed as I felt in like the launch of a game in a long time. Like <laughs> This was a game like they were toting like we've got the power of the cloud, everything's gonna be great, like and to, for it to be released and be like completely unusable for certain parts was frustrating. Like I mean, if you don't care about achievements, I, I would have had been having a fine time with the campaign last night, but I happen to care. There's forty four hundred and fifty of them to get. So I was like, I wanna do this. And it was unavailable to me. So they've said that they're working on stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go home and play it tonight. They said that they've worked on some patches. By the weekend the achievement thing should be fixed. So we'll see. I mean in the grand scheme of things, is it the end of the world? No, because I I have, I have faith that they'll eventually get it right. It's just a it's a shame that they didn't get it right before the game came out. I mean, they had to have known that this stuff was going on because during the review process, I've heard stories of woe with the multiplayer matches. Yeah. I've you know people were talking about this before the game even came out. Um, so they knew stuff was going on. They needed to ship the game. They needed to get that initial burst of money, and they'll, you know, just throw it out and patch it later. That's yeah. you know, the PC was plagued with those problems for years and years and years, and it's become a console problem now. Yeah. I mean, you saw it with Battlefield. Uh, Unity's and, a mess right now. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Is so, it really? Yeah. Unity has some serious issues right now. From from the reviews, I mean, the reviews on Unity have been middling at at best what would you say middling for, yeah 
Yeah. I mean, Joystick gave it two stars. Um, uh-huh. A couple other companies didn't give it really great reviews. Um, but well, like it, the frame rate issues in it. Have it's been... frame rate, exactly. And I, I've been watching a lot of it last night. I watched about an hour and a half of playthrough, and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, running through walls and just twitchy Ooh. and just Some of the fa- very laggy. The faces? The oh, faces my God. They were all looking twisted, like, and yeah. oh, it's Hang hilarious. On, Absolutely hilarious. That's not good. That's a, that, I mean... That game, I, I've, I've talked about it before, but that, that whole series has always been a big thing for me. And it's always had its issues. Like the running in a straight line, you go to jump on something and all of a sudden you're hanging off of something else and you can't get down. And... <laughs> so it's definitely, they had a lot of issues that they had to solve before bringing in more issues. Uh-huh. This worrying. So yeah. Well, we have we have a funny picture that that'll yeah. get tweeted we out because tweet out. I'll yes. include it in the post or something. Uh-huh. I, oh my god, that's <laughs> I'm going to retweet. I'm going to retweet from my my account uh two of the the best photos that I've seen of the Unity stuff. It just it looks like somebody like when I was a kid there used to be this thing on Nickelodeon that was like inside out kid. Mm-hmm. And he like flipped over the bar and his insides were on the out and that's what this looks like. It's like you're seeing like an exo like your skeleton oh my on god, the outside. Oh my god, that's fantastic. <laughs> It kills. It kills me that that companies will will do this. And you know what the 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 big thing is, and we I mean we even talk about this bringing this up on the show is like Ubisoft embargoed the reviews until twelve p.m. the day they came out. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. knew that this thing Absolutely. was having big issues and that people were going to have a problem with it. And they embargoed the review till after the initial rush of people went out and got the game. That's how you always know it's going to be a bad movie when they don't show it to the critics first, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing. So, I mean, that's that's some, that's some that's unfortunate business there from Ubisoft. And you hate to see game companies do that. It happens. It happens. It's always going to happen. Yeah. We're not going to get away from it. It's just how fast will they fix it? And you know, will they do right by the players? That's that's all we could take. So hopefully, we can check in next week, and um, Halo will be fixed, and I'll be able to report on getting housed some more because it's going to take me a long time to get used to Halo coming from Destiny. Okay, cool. So we will check back in on those problems next week. Yep, we'll see what's going on. But for now, let's jump to our main topic. Um, Okay, so like we said, it's been about a year for the Xbox One and the PS4, uh, a little more than that for the Wii U. We have some, you know, serious things that they announced that either didn't make light. Uh, You know, let's say the Xbox One, they pushed hard for the Kinect. And we see where that went. They've dropped (laughs) all support for that. Um, so we'll see who wants to start. You want to start, why Justin? You, why don't you give us, you said that you had the list of the things that they promised at E3 and what's been delivered on so far. I think that that would be a great place to start. Okay. A, a lot of it is game related, not hardware related. So like with the Xbox one, we had uh black Tusk, the company black Tusk. They showed, their huge AAA trailer uh, that was the one with the big dragon, if you remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I totally remember that. I wanted that game. Exactly. But it turned out that that wasn't even a game. That it was, was just, just a, demo. a proof of concept. <laughs> okay. Because. Sons of bitches. Black Tusk is now working on the next Gears of War game. So that had oh, nothing well, to right do with that. Gears of War. That was just more of a tech demo 
on like, what they could do with Xbox and introducing One. themselves because they're a new studio. Correct. Yeah, but I mean, they had put forth that this is a AAA game, and you know that was obviously right. not. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm no. waiting for the that was the, the one Gears the, of War collection. That was the one with the big dragon. I, I thought that was the. I'll, I'll look into it, but I, for some reason in, in my mind, I, I felt like the Black Tusk one was the one where the guy was climbing off the walls and like stealth, and the big dragon one's the one coming from Platinum. Well, look that up. Yeah, I'll go through. I, th- I thought it was the dragon one. Doesn't either matter. Way, they're working. Either concept, way, they're yeah. Yes. Either way, they're working on Gears of War now. Uh, yes. their Witcher Three promises that it relies heavily on smart glass and connect. How's that oh, going to work course. out? Smart glass? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a little I ambitious. That, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't see any of that happening. Smart glass is the little, like, the, the visor thing? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Smart glass. Oh, that's Google iPad, glass. Right? It's, yeah. I was using it. Was, it's the iPad. It's you iPad. download the app. Yeah. You can control the Xbox with surface. the iPad. Uh, yeah. you, it like, could be your phone, your iPad. It yeah. could be anything. It's just, you know, a second screen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But they haven't shown absolutely nothing no. Relating to that, because the connect is dead. Yeah. Well, exactly. yeah. Obviously, yeah. the connect is dead. You're not gonna. As soon as they pulled their support from it, then who's gonna pull money into developing games or something that Microsoft aren't even gonna support? No, not at all. Um, they said that Quantum Break would have been out by now. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, this has been the year of the delay. Yes. Yeah. So that's not shocking. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said. Nothing hardware-wise. Everything hardware-wise that they announced, they they actually made light of. So and then just oh, dropped and, it. <laughs> and also the the TV stuff, Microsoft Productions or whatever it was called, it's completely gone under now. Hmm. And well, that falls into the PlayStation side too. Hmm. So I'll jump to some of the PlayStation stuff. Um, we were promised way back when an Elder Scroll oh, I still online have... beta. Yeah. And I still have my pre-order. Elder Scroll was supposed to have been out by now. Yep. I've heard other people speculate that that game is going to get canceled. I've heard that. I was reading about it the other day because I found my uh, pre-order that was for last June because that was when it was originally coming out. Yeah. Wow. And I had the Xbox One at the time. I went and traded in my pre-order for a PS4 one because, you know, was, everyone was like, oh, well, we'll play it on the PS4. So went and traded it in. Still have it. And I think tentatively was going to be this christmas and now there's no release date still and they're talking about it's actually going to get cancelled outright on consoles i would because it just didn't do well enough on the pc right yeah yeah i would go grab your money back on that one yeah i'm really disappointed knowing how much i love skyrim yeah it's kind of a huge disappointment for me that that was and that was the main reason i jumped to next gen that I, if I had to say anything, like that was my number one reason for jumping from my 360 to getting a next gen console was for this game. I mean, unless, and I, I mean, I, I've heard this on other shows where they said, unless it's going to pull like a Final Fantasy 14 and disappear for years, a year right. or two, and come back and relaunch itself. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever see that game. I mean, that was the absolute saving grace for Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, and that worked out to be amazing so if they pull something like that then kudos to them i think they just need to scrap and put all that tech into a brand new yeah elder scrolls game yeah exactly leave the pc game as a pc game and give us something designed for the console Mm -hmm. i mean because after all first looks and pc footage i just had no interest in it i played it at pax 
not last year, the year before, and I liked it. Like it wanted, it made me want to go get a computer, and that's why I, I took Eric's laptop. It's because I, I like I I really enjoyed it and wanted to play it. And you know, I I, I was like, I'm going to wait for the console because I have this console for this you know for this reason. Once I found out it was coming there, and then it never came. So, and then we have uh, Sony programming, just like you were saying, Microsoft. Um, Sony by now powers was supposed to have been supposed to be out out oh, at least that's coming we know it's we oh, know the it's show coming. right yeah correct yeah, okay. yes um and i mean that that's not huge in terms system wise it's no. just a feature that's on the system yeah but i think one of the biggest things and one of the biggest you know things that they spent time on was drive club oh god yeah Drive Club, they were pushing hardcore. So at mm-hmm. launch, at the February reveal, Drive Club was one of the games they showed, and that game is that game's a disaster. That game's Halo on another level. Is it out? Oh, yeah, it's out. I, I could swear I saw it in the stores. It's out. Oh, it's out, and it's been out for three weeks, maybe a little bit more. Correct. And it's 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 broken. Like, yeah. It's completely a, broken. It is a broken game. Oh, boy. But and, I mean, this was a game that was supposed to be free. It was actually a. Yeah. It was partly partly going to be a PlayStation Plus game. Um, like you could download part of it for free, and they would hope that would get you to um, you know buy the game fully. And it was so bad at launch, they actually delayed the PlayStation Plus version just to get the people who spent sixty dollars on the game into the game because the servers were so bad. And then they found out it's not the servers; it's the code. Oh, so Drive Club is. Ever, like a huge unmitigated disaster. Now, is that mm-hmm. the one you were talking about after Pax East as well last year? No, that was the crew. Oh, and that's okay. coming. Okay, I remember you talking about big driving game, the yeah. one where you can drive across the country that's in like the, three yeah, hours. That's the crew. Okay, cool. Okay, so let's focus on the system hardware itself, mm-hmm. um, and we'll go around. We'll get maybe two things from each person. Um, what would you like to see in the coming year? Um, <laughs> You know, changes to the system. For me, the the thing that was exciting when the uh, – I'll start with the PlayStation. Okay. Uh, when it was first announced was – I'm not – I can't think of the exact wording that they used, but it was kind of like a sleep mode where it was like you could put the console to sleep and then hit a button and be right back in the game. Like right back exactly where you were. Like you hit paused and it just like – like your computer went to sleep. When you come back, you pick up right where you left off. That con- that, that feature is not in the consoles yet. I mean, they have rest mode, which just like allows the, the you know the thing to be in standby. But when you still boot it up, you have to go to the menu. You have to choose like that's what I really want because as a dad, that I get pulled away from games all the time where Jorah starts. It's oh go oh, we're doing something and <laughs> right. now Jorah's screaming and it's, it's not like necessarily a convenient. You know, point so I don't to know. Save. I don't know how long I'm going to be gone for. I could be gone for five minutes. I could be gone for an hour and a half. And for me, like I don't want. I don't want to like burn in on the TV or anything like that. So I'd love the op to be I love the option to just be able to like hit a button and be like, okay, the screen goes black and I'll come back later. And, and that was what suspend mode they suspend. called it. Suspend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Because you were supposed to be able to suspend, you know, grab your Vita and start from that exact point. And yeah, that's true. But that's something they announced this past E3, right? I thought it was that was that was it. No, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent positive, but I thought that was something they talked about back all the way at the February reveal in 2012. Or yeah, I remember that, that being was. one of the first things that they spoke about. Yeah, definitely. And that was something that um, 
that never came true. I mean, and they mm-hmm. also back then talked about SharePlay, which just rolled out a few weeks ago. So, I mean, that's something that I'm really hoping that they're they're working on because for me and, you know, my lifestyle, that would be super handy. Yeah, that's why I didn't put SharePlay on the list is just because it's they, something that, you know, two weeks ago. They finally got to. Came into play. So hopefully that works out. Uh, I mean, with all these big games now, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, because I definitely want to try it out with like Lords of Fallen or yeah. Assassin's Creed yeah. just to d- jump in and, you know. See what it's like. Correct, yeah. And it's going to be interesting also with Far Cry to do the... Uh, the 10-key the, thing. Correct. Yeah. See how that works. Um, Steve, Yo. PS4, fact, anything? Yeah, no, I got I I got a whole list, man. I got a list of stuff that I'd like to see. Okay, throw me. So, uh, last night, just for shits and giggles, I'm poking around in my PlayStation, and I happen to come by my save memory uh, spot, and I'm like, ooh, I'm like, let's just you know go and see what I've got saved up. Maybe I could delete a few things. I'm not playing Killzone anymore. Blacklight Retribution is dead to me. I'm gonna delete it. And I go in there, and I come to find that out of the 500 gigabytes of memory capable on my PlayStation 4, that 402.4 of them are already used. That's a lot of gigabytes. There are some games in my thing that are like 43 gigabytes, the files. I'm bad for that. Mine, uh-huh. mine is pure laziness. So, I'm going to the store and buying it on disc. <laughs> here's the thing, though. No, but I mean, these are games like Diablo. Diablo mm-hmm. I have on disc. Diablo is is huge on there. That's another, like, at least 28 gigabytes, if not more. I have one on there that's, like, a Mm -hmm. 60-something. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is gigantic. It's huge. But anyway, my point being, um, I would really, really love for Sony or PlayStation to introduce some kind of, um, like, external hard drive support, even if it's official, that you can plug into the USB and, and... put some extra memory on your thing. We're talking about a year anniversary. I'm almost out of space. You can. Can't you? Yes. Is and it, you, could also, is it, you could also swap the hard drive. Yes. Doesn't that void your warranty once you open up the system? No, not on the PlayStation. PlayStation, you could swap your hard drive anytime. I've had a, a one terabyte hard drive in my PlayStation since the but, day I got it. But do we know you can do that with the PS4? With the PS4, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't do it with the Xbox. Xbox voids your warranty. Can you transfer your stuff from one yes, drive to the other? Absolutely. Okay. You could what you do is you put your saves in the cloud. You oh, put your saves in the cloud and then you have to re-download all the things right. that you have to download. You, know, you have to download so you have to re-download, you know, um if you wanted to play Blacklight or you like you put the disc back in and it reinstalls and your right. saves you just re-download from the cloud. Yeah, cuz I've had people tell me like, "Oh, you can delete that now and then because you bought it because you downloaded it, it'll always be there that you can go back and re-download it whenever you want to play it." Does that actually work? Yep. Yes, yeah. it, it does. does. Okay. I've done yeah. that because I had to, like, a couple of weeks after I got the PlayStation, it just totally... Okay. A one terabyte hard drive um, is like $100. And so yep. that's 500 more gigs. I'm not even yeah. close to... Re- I, don't, I don't even think I've, I've, I have more than, like, 300 taken up right now. All right. Well, that's something I'm definitely going to need to do in the new year, for sure. Yes, that sounds like a good plan. Um, also, I mean, they, these are things... They just started doing this in uh, the big update that came. We mm-hmm. got two new themes... For the PlayStation, we got this like squarish Escher looking thing, and then we got the spiral. Um, I haven't even looked at those yet. 
There's a Destiny one and a <gasps> Call of Duty one. There is. Yeah. And the Destiny one Ooh. plays the music in the tower <laughs> instead of the PlayStation yep. music. Ooh. Like, That's I'm happy to see them venturing into this territory, but this is something that should have been there from the start. Even being able to change the color of that blue menu, keep the music, but at least the PlayStation 3 allowed me to change the color of it. You can change the color of it. Can you? Yep. Just now, they added more colors. You could change the color. Well, yeah, since the the 2.0 update. Right, since the 2.0 update. I'm saying from the start. Oh, from the start. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. But yeah, you could change it to, I think, like nine different colors right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And Um, they're planning on adding more. And it's something that should have been there from the start. There should have been more um, avatars from the start. I mean, that's something that both the systems, I mean, um, PlayStation, Xbox. I mean, Xbox has way more to choose from, but... I've been using the ones that I've gotten for my PS3 where I had a bunch. And the PS3 at the end of its life cycle had thousands that you could choose from. Mm-hmm. I think the PS4 has 20. Yeah. This is what I think they should do with that. One of two things. Uh, it used to be that if you bought a game and you loaded it into your system, it would put new avatars. Like if you played Gears of War, you would get, you know, the, what is his name? Marcus, Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix and, and just, you know, like all these all these things that if you bought a game, you would get designated icons from that game. Either do that or achievements. You have, you know, uh, visual representations of everything that you unlock when you unlock it and you look at the little thing. Have it be that games need to come up with little icons that if you unlock that achievement, you can now, you know, use that as your avatar. Just That's a little cool. little yeah. two two hundred by two hundred pixel uh thing. Yeah. Um and I've got one more. Mm-hmm. Um blah 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 blah. Oh, this also might be something that you can now do that I'm not aware of. So pardon me if I'm getting any of this wrong. But um I want the menus to be more customizable. Yeah, that that's on my list yeah. too. Like I understand that, you know, you have a structure and you have a way that your system is set up and you need to be able to access certain things. That's fine. But just like the home screen on a PC or a Mac or whatever, I should be able to customize at least that screen. Now they have this thing where they display only the last 15 games that you played. Yeah, I want to be able to choose. I have about roughly 30-something games, 40-something games on my PS4 by now. I want to be able to pick and choose what I want on my own home screen so that I can just go to whatever I want. I don't need to dive into other sub-menus to get there. Well, I think it'd be nice to have it set up the same way almost like an iPhone is. Like, you already have it with the TV app. You drop down, like, you go to the little TV screen. It drops down. You've got Hulu and Netflix and all your apps there. It'd be nice if you could set up your own thing. Right, this is my RPG games. Drop down. There they are. This is my arcade games. That's a drop. You know, so you could Mm -hmm. set up your own folders. That'd be something that would be really nice to see. Yeah. Just like a a drag and drop feature. You know, you go into the submenu, you grab that thing, you pull it over, use the, the touchpad for once to actually do something in the menus and, you know, drag it over to the thing. And then on your top, when you pull up your, your system, there's your Call of Duty, there's your, you know, Isaac, and there's all your stuff right there. And, you know, if you set it up yourself, you can navigate it much faster. Um, I just think we're at the point where they can kind of let go of that control a little bit and give it back to the player. You paid for it. You own it. It's yours. You should be able to do what you want with it. No, I I totally agree. And like I said, that that was part of my thing. Um, mm-hmm. Something I will throw out there that I want 100% is percentage on 
how low your battery is for your controller instead of those oh my three yes. stupid bars. Three oh my bars God, yes. where it could be 66% or it could be 34%. You just don't and know. And then when you get to that last bar, you, you have no clue. Yes. Just yep. put up a percentage saying, you know, 60%, 50%, 40% or whatever. Yeah. Just so one. I totally know how much I have. It's a very good idea. And I don't have to worry about what one bar really is or what exactly. one bar blinking is or what or you your know. battery is getting low how long does that mean is bit. it about to die or can i play for another 10 minutes and then it will die how low i don't know that's <laughs> a, that's a coin flip usually mm-hmm. I, yeah. and you're just rushing to plug it in i oh, mean yeah. right yeah. in the middle of the crucible today bink oh it died on you oh yeah Oh, yeah. great. Because you're concentrating That's so hard what on what you're to doing. Me too. Yeah, because you're concentrating so hard, you don't see the little warning come up. And then the next thing you know, it's just dead. It yeah. happened to me twice in the raid. Isn't it embarrassing? Because all of a sudden you're right in the middle and you're just standing there. Or at least How's make that it different from any of the way you normally <laughs> play. <laughs> or at up. least make it four <laughs> bars. So, you know, it's 100, yeah. 75, yes. 50, 25. Yes. Just something, something, but three bars, I think, is absolutely ridiculous. I think a percentage is, is not asking for a lot. No, no, that's a good no. idea. Uh, Jackie, you have anything? Mine PS4 is really or? pathetic. No, it's, uh, <laughs> there is nothing pathetic. Don't worry. I would really like HBO Go at long last, please, on the PlayStation. That's not pathetic. Everybody wants that, right? I th- I still have my 360 me, for me, that. Me, me, me. Like, <gasps> no. What? You can trade in your 360. No. At Best Buy no. and get $100 credit. That would be like getting a divorce. And get no. $100 <laughs> credit and guess what you could get? You get your Xbox One again. I will just get my Xbox One again. I'm not trading in my 360. You have no time to play those games. It's like a child. It's like a child. I I couldn't do it. Her Skyrim character is living (laughs) in there. Listen, a couple of years ago, I was going through like all the stuff I had in the attic and the basement. I was like, I have to have a clear out. I found my Genesis and my N64, my original PlayStation, my PlayStation 2. And Jay made me throw them all out. What? Oh my God! No, I will. I will no, preface. No, no, I will no, no, no. Preface this with the fact that they were all English, so it had to be run through a transformer. So it wasn't as easy as just plugging them in. They were very, and also all the it, it was a oh, scart lead, not pain. an AB. Uh, but the they were cartridge-based so... systems. Yes. That it doesn't matter. Those cartridges yeah. worked on any system. So, so if you can get over the shock at the fact that I threw all of those out, I'm gonna go yell at Jay. <laughs> I'm gonna open that I door. I love the and collective gasp that just made like the the exactly. show spike. But I have to say that was not as loud as when I dismantled my raid gear. Much louder gasping. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was yelling. Mm. That was I don't yelling. know. I think this was louder because I was actually <sighs> chiming in this time. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why I don't want to get rid of my 360. Don't get rid of your I'd 360. I have the same regret. See, hmm. couldn't do it again. So I have to keep it. But I might, I am seriously considering rebuying the Xbox One. Does anybody know where I can get GameCube cables? I need an AC adapter for the GameCube. Oh, I have some. eBay? I've got GameCube eBay. downstairs. Do you? Yeah. <gasps> The GameStop it's website, the you can still out. get that stuff on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I need to. I need to get an AC cable. I want to play Time Splitters too. Wow. Nice. Yes. Justin, what do you got? I have um, an overall thing. Um, you know, there was a question asked yesterday on Twitter to us um, by Logan Rowland, and he was saying which console should I get? And we had a discussion there. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo jumped in, and my suggestion personally was the playstation 4 because that's where i've been playing most of my games now i've been spending but i think you made a very very good point about who plays yeah like who plays exactly uh i i i I preface the conversation with where do your friends play and now for everybody and for logan it was this case he's like my friends don't play games so that's not something that really matters right 
uh, and then it was about exclusives, and both consoles have great exclusives. Uh, the the part for me that separates PlayStation from the Xbox One right now is the UI. The user interface uh, interface in the PlayStation Four to me could not be more simple and you know it's easy to use. It's yeah. it's it, it's so easy to be like, all right, where are my friends? Let's see if any of my friends are in a party. I'm going to hit X and join that party, and now I'm in a room with eight people. Yeah, it's not that simple on the xbox one and the more time i spend with the xbox one the more time i get frustrated by their design they have some brilliant ideas there Hmm. the snap feature is a great thing like i snapped i was having a conversation um with deadpool uk and nintendad separately and it was nice i was able to snap the conversation and have a text box like i was having a text conversation with them while playing sunset overdrive and at any time i could switch back over type to them and it's not like i had to reopen a menu that is brilliant. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Xbox One feels like it is, it's not a unified system, and I, I've mentioned this before, the PlayStation feels very unified in a way. It's like, I just got an achievement. You hit the PlayStation button, hit up, go to, go to trophies, excuse me, I got a trophy, go to trophies, click, boom, you're there. For Xbox One, it's like, all right, I want to use the Xbox, and it just feels more clunky. Even That's, though I yeah. could snap achievements, right. everything feels like it's its own entity. Like, my friends list is its own running app. Right. My achievements are its own app. I the game is the its own app. was, like, just trying to find stuff on there, and it would bring up a Bing mm-hmm. search page. Well, that's the thing. is, that- And then you feel like you're not even on an Xbox. No, but that, you see, now that to me, that's awesome. Oh, I hated it. But, like, say I, you, were, you wanted to search for something obscure. Like, right. I'm with Jora. He yeah. likes bubble guppies. <laughs> Xbox, right. Bing, bubble guppies. Boom, I have all of the episodes right there. To me, like that's right. something that's useful. Right. And if, like say I wasn't a, I, w- I wasn't around and, you know, and this has happened before and uh, Angela and my sisters want to watch a movie and it's like, well, just say, you know, say Xbox, Bing, hopefully no one's actually listening to this while playing. Sorry <laughs> if you are. And then you could say the name of the movie. Like to me, that's something if you're looking for a game or DLC, like right. it's, it, that's simple to use. Another brilliant idea, I think. Yeah. But it just feels like everything is not connected together. Like it feels like I want to open achievements. I have to like wait for the app to start loading. I want to open my friends list. I've got to now open up that app to get going. There are parts that you feel – You want it to be more cohesive. Yeah. There are, I, I want it to feel like it's cohesive, snappy, and like it obeys the commands I want it to, to do. Right. Like last night I kept trying to open achievements and it kept snapping it on the side, but it would snap it in the full page. So I could – I, I I had an eighth of my television open, but it thinks that it's on full screen. So I'm not able to see anything. <laughs> right, I had right. to restart the system to get it to go. Now, granted, there's going to be glitches on all the systems. There's going to be weird, wonky stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think that – and the Xbox is – Microsoft has done this a few times. That interface needs a complete overhaul. Right. I mean, they, they started – Xbox 360 started with the Blade systems. And if you look at the way that they evolved all the way at the end – I feel like somewhere in the middle they had their best ideas where everything was very easy to find and very easy to use. And that's something that I think that I need to see the Xbox One one yeah. year from now have is a more cohesive, like everything tied together interface that makes it more simple to use. Because, I mean, there are times where I'm looking for something in there, like in the settings. I'm and looking it for a, simple like a, to find. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> I, I want to redeem a code. Right. There's no like simple way to figure out where to redeem the code. Like you have to know to say like Xbox, I think it's, you know, 
redeem something or code like yeah. it, it's a saying that will I bring you right, right there but looking for it it took me like five or ten minutes to find it and maybe well, that's just what, try try looking for something using the connect with an english accent oh yeah we know it, it doesn't understand <laughs> your accent does not understand that one of the big reasons you know the other thing though with the playstation versus xbox for me a big factor that pushed that i think should push you towards the playstation is ps plus and xbox live i think they're like PS Plus is so winning on this right now. It's the free games, which are so much better than the ones you get on Xbox. I think Xbox are what, they're two or I three was, years old, right? I was going to get to that. Yeah, PlayStation, they're fairly recent. Um, it's cheaper. I think uh, Xbox Live now is, what, 85? 60. 60? It's always been 60. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was more than that. No, it's 60. Oh, okay. But PS Plus is 50, right? So it's cheaper too. You know, and I just yeah, think I've, you get more for it. You, I mean, does Xbox Live give you cloud storage? Like PS yes, Plus? it does. Okay, so I'm I kind of don't use my Xbox that much anymore. But what other features does I, Xbox have that are comparable? Well, well hold on. I, I'm just I'm gonna call it now because we we talked about this. We're starting to go into Xbox territory. Yeah. Let's wrap up the PS4 discussion first, maybe with our games that we want to see, and then move over into Xbox because we're we're getting over to the Xbox side of things. Oh, is that okay? Kinda, yeah, it's kind of like edging on both. I just, you know, because you bring up the comparison. I have points for that when we get when we get to the to yeah. the Xbox as well. So we'll we'll go uh, into that in a moment. Uh, Rob, do you want to? Well, how would you like to do this? I will say my one last thing for the PSN that I want changed yeah. is name changes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. absolutely. That's yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> games, games we want to see in the coming year. Just Justin. for play, just for PlayStation we'll start or play, overall PlayStation right now, mm. and we'll jump into our Xbox stuff. PlayStation, I got something if you want. Go ahead, yeah, start, go ahead. Steve. Uh, I want a sequel to Katamari Damacy. Okay, I want a new Katamari game on the PS4 yeah, using the I touchpad, mean, if possible. That would be a perfect PlayStation Store. Yep. You know, throw it up there, download it, play yep. it, cross buy. Definitely easy. Anything, Jackie, that jumped into your head? Not for PlayStation. No? no. Not PlayStation? No. I had three games that... I'm so overwhelmed with yeah. everything that's out now. <laughs> I had three games I was thinking of that could be on any platform okay. that I was fine with. Go for um, it. I'll, I'll, I'll throw one out there right now. Um, I've mentioned it before. I want to see Fallout 4. That, that, has is, to get, yeah. that has to get announced. That's on my Xbox One list. If that is not announced this year, then I don't know what is going on. <laughs> it has to get announced this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine... After playing Bayonetta 2, it really made me want to have a new God of War. Ooh. Yes. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I think it's had enough of a rest at this point. Well, Ascension came out, I think, two years ago, mm-hmm. and the, re- the reaction to it was kind of tepid. Um, but, I mean, they tease stuff in there. Uh, I mean, first of all, God of War 3's ending was very open-ended mm-hmm. and um they were teasing things in four like there was paintings that like tied into nothing in about the game that if you figured out their code um yeah i, I mean i would be ready for god of war 4 they already got uncharted 4 coming so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's, that's why i'm not even going to say that because <laughs> yeah it's already yeah. it's already been yes. announced steve the last guardian where is it that's been announced. Where is but it? I keep, don't know it, what will happen with that. Here's game. the thing: they keep teasing it, and if you've dropped the idea, then fine. What's next? What are you doing? Give me something that I can play. Damn it! I've been waiting for that game, and they keep disappointing me by not putting it out. If you're not gonna do it, 
then work on something else and announce that. I need another game from the people that made Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. This is something that has to happen if I'm going to die happily. It's just a shame that they've put this much time into it when the game could have been released back then Mm -hmm. and they could have been like two years into something else at this point. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's really... For them, for there to be so many stories and like urban legends about this game that there's no definitive answer as to whether or not it's actually going to ever be released, just like Beyond Good and Evil 2, like though that limbo that these games are caught in is so ridiculous. Um, I've got one more really quick one. Go ahead. Uh, I want either a Power Stone collection ported over to the system or a straight up sequel featuring online multiplayer. I think that would be amazing online. That would be sick. Definitely. Definitely. I would love to see that. I'd play the hell out of it. Yeah. Sony has so many studios right now that are working on PS4 games mm-hmm. that have not been announced. Um, and the one that has my attention the most is Guerrilla Games. They're working on a PS4 game. Um, you know them from Killzone. Uh, and there's been rumors that it's an open world game. Um, I really enjoyed the last Killzone game. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. Uh, I mean, the same thing could be said with Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch has been doing Infamous for years now. I would love to see both of these studios move out into new directions and to see where they can go. They're both terrific studios. So I'd be really excited to see. Guerrilla Games uh, game is going to be announced this year. Uh, it has to be. And there's rumors that they're going to announce it at this upcoming PlayStation Experience thing in, that, that's going on in Las Vegas, I think, next month. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, we're definitely going to have a lot more news then yeah. in terms of, of games and but, stuff. Yeah, I'm super excited to see whatever that announcement is. Now, did you want to read that email you said, or you want to jump into Xbox stuff? Well, I, I, we had started the Xbox conversation. Okay. I, you know, let's well, finish the, the that conversation because the email here deals with the console we haven't been talking about that much. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple of things on that. Okay, Xbox, what would you like to see in the coming year, Steve? Uh, I want better customer service overall for Microsoft and their Xbox-related products uh-huh. because holy shit. Uh, I had spent days, not hours, but days trying to figure out my Xbox Live account with them when I had first gotten my Xbox One. It was an unmitigated disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, to the credit, I'll say I said it before and I'll say it again, to the credit of the people, that the staff that helped me, that talked to me, they were phenomenal. Everybody was super friendly. Everybody was super understanding. If anything, they were so understanding because they hear it all the time that they're sympathetic to their callers while maybe being annoyed of having to deal with the same problem over and over again. Uh They were very cool. But it took days and days and days and days to figure out what was going on. And the whole reason was because one letter in my email address was wrong. A single letter threw off this entire process because I had to go through all these different channels and all these different people because nobody had the power to do what I needed them to do. Turns out that when I got Sunset Overdrive, which took me an hour and 20 minutes to update and load into my system, thank you very much for wasting my time, that email is still wrong. And I can't log into my Microsoft account through my Xbox, therefore could not renew my Xbox Live to play the different features of Sunset fucking overdrive just make a new account don't worry about those stupid points just make a new account but then they win new name no no they win they you get a new name i'm I'm just joking it's over but i had the same thing with a uplay account 
when I got oh, black Oh, that sucks flags. too. Yeah, I don't even care and about I, that. It was an old no. Hotmail account, the email, and I put in like, I forgot my login. So they said, okay, we'll send your login to your email. I'm like, no, that's the whole point. I don't have that email anymore. If I had that email, it wouldn't be a problem. So they kept sending me emails to the email account that didn't exist so that I would yeah. be able to log in with the email yeah. account that doesn't exist. Yeah, where would you like to have this sent? <laughs> like, well, not to the one that you have on record, <laughs> yohoo.com. Yeah. Give me a break. Now, something I want to see, and this goes for both systems, I want to set my friends lists to have certain people show up on top. And Absolutely. that way, when I go to my friends list... I'll want my, you know, the people I talk to the most. They'll show up on top, so I won't have to scroll down. Speed dial. Exactly. Or put them into categories. Xbox has that, which is nice. I mean, it has the favorite system. So, you know, your closest friends that you could could tag and put as favorites. So that way you always know if they're on and you're not having to scroll through the list. I'm very jealous. You two talking about scrolling through your friends. Like, I'd love to be able to put all six of mine in order. What if you had, like, if if your friends could see your list and then you had people vying for the top position? Oh, goodness. Like, sending you things in the mail. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Here, I'm going to jump in for a second. That's fine. Xbox has a great idea that I love that I wish PlayStation would implement. Uh, Every week they have a who scored the most points for the week. Mm-hmm. Like a little competition going on to see who can get the most achievement points. That's something I would love on the PlayStation. Hmm. Just I just thought of it. That works. Yes. Game uh, wise, or well, actually, Justin, do you have any more Xbox points? E- Xbox things that you would like to see? No, I think just the whole thing I was talking about about the UI. Okay. Any quick games? Oh, I've got games and stuff. Oh, go 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 oh, go. Okay, and this was um to Jackie had brought it up earlier. Uh, so her and I can talk about this uh, games with gold. And this is just my personal opinion. I'm not speaking for Jackie. I'm speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. Games with gold to me is a joke. That system, that whole online incentive to be a gold member is uh-huh. not worth the price of admission. The no, because ga- if the game's like two or three years old, if I wanted it, I'd have got it by now. Yeah. PS plus is giving you, you know, free games right out of the gate. The day they come out for free and now they're starting with Injustice, Gods Among Us, the full deluxe package coming out, I think, next month. That's a whole, that's a, at one time was a $60, it's a AAA title yeah. that people are going to get for free. Xbox needs to step up their game with their games with gold. The stuff, the offerings that I've seen from that in the time that I did have my live mm-hmm. were not appealing at all. And isn't correct me if i'm wrong but you don't need playstation plus to be able to get online to play with the playstation 4 there is a free service no no you no longer PlayStation yeah. Plus. Yeah, yeah you do so you that, have that's to, always okay. been is that always case. been the case no it had it, it placed um, on ps3 multiplayer was free i'm, I'm okay saying, so they for, changed for, that for playstation 4 i'm sorry for playstation 4 you're absolutely 100 okay. percent correct it's always been that way oh okay i thought that you could still go on for free and then if you were part of the plus okay so that changes it up a little bit, but that still doesn't, you know. The like, games, the games with gold things have been getting better. I mean, the, the I first think they're trying to play catch up now. They, they realize, are trying to play catch up, and yeah. hey, I mean that's great if they're yeah. trying to play catch up. That's that's, that's better like you were saying last week. It's always better for mm-hmm. the for the gamer to have some competition. Yeah, between absolutely. The main I mean, the games have been getting better. I mean, uh, the I mean, PS Plus is just giving their first PS4 game. It wouldn't shock me to see Xbox follow suit the following month with something. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they got they they were released. Uh, what was it? The collection of why is it Guacamelee? That I mean, that was in uh, games with gold with all the DLC and everything. Yeah, so, that was I mean, cool. That, that was cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, this month 
uh, Volgar, the Viking, which is a cool game that I, I, I've heard. And they've got, you know, some good 360 games. So, I mean, they're stepping it up. And, I mean, I, I think that, that the selection is only going to get better. You're right. When I mean, when it first came out, I mean, yeah. offering Halo 3 wasn't really in a big I'm deal. saying, like, to this point, I don't think that it's... I don't feel valued as a customer if you're, you know, no offense to some of these games that are being included, but they feel like table scraps in comparison to what PS Plus is offering with brand new properties being shipped out to you for yeah. free. I kind of feel like these two things, they need to... Um, you need to be paying the money for a big bonus because you shouldn't be forced into paying money to play online games. Yeah. That should be a feature that's available as a next gen console. Uh, I don't think you should have to pay for that privilege. You're paying for your internet connection. You're paying $60 for the game. Yeah. Yeah, But then you're factoring in their server costs. Yeah. I don't know if, if I, if I could see that, I don't know that that would actually be something cool to explore on another show. But um, even like the server costs, like you're saying, factor in their server costs. Like whose servers? Microsoft servers. Microsoft has their own servers. Microsoft yeah. has their own servers. Yes. So that's who's running the. Yeah, all the all, all the, the maintenance that's done on these things all the time. I, I I can see I can definitely see having to pay for for online service. Microsoft has their own servers for certain things. Other companies have mm-hmm. their own servers for things. Destiny runs on their own servers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Any uh, games? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I have other things too, but um, bah, bah, bah. New Conquers, a new Conquer game, another game that's been you know stuck in limbo. Question is though, as crude as those games were, and by I have not played them. That's kind of why I want this so bad, is because I've never played the Conquers games. To have them come out with a new one that I could grab on the PS One would be fantastic. My question is. Are we too sensitive in today's day and age that we can't even make a game like Conquers anymore? What is what is that game? Conquer's, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, it's it's basically a rude. Was he a squirrel? Or, yeah, yeah, he's he a, squirrel. a squirrel. You literally battle one of the bosses is a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. when I was growing up, there is actually a game called Conquers where you like soak a horse chestnut in vinegar and then you put a piece of string through it and you both hold it and you try and smash each other's conquer. Never played that? No. <laughs> Just an English thing? No, really? No, Can no. we do that at the Christmas dinner? <laughs> but it's awesome. It's a lot you know, of fun. It's a lot of crack knuckles, but it's You a walk lot around, fun. get drunk, piss on people. It's, you know, it, it was an absolutely amazing game. It plays in the style of like right. a Super Mario 64 and stuff, but yeah. I don't see one of those coming anytime soon. No. No. Um, and then Justin had already mentioned a new Fallout. I would, I would love, I would love a new Fallout. I didn't really play New Vegas, but I played uh-huh. three for months i loved that game jackie have you ever played fallout no i've never played any of those oh my god it's so amazing anyway um it's skyrim but steampunk and (laughs) post-apocalyptic it's amazing uh my other last game is i want a dead rising that i'm actually gonna play uh one without the time limits to for me that's what killed that game i want Mm. just a you have all the oh you have all the ingredients Give me a zombie sandbox game where I don't have to worry about time. Just have fun. That's that, what I want. That makes sense. That makes sense. Any games from you, Justin? Like, like I said before, I, I just came up with um, three games. So, uh-huh. and, and now these two games are franchises that um, have either not been explored fully or that we haven't seen in a while. So I'll give another one now. I, wanted, uh, I want a really good Ninja Turtle game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would That's love, awesome. like, I mean, if you could give me the option of, like, a studio to do it, like, 
imagine a Rocksteady Ninja Turtles game. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Or something something like that. Um I want something that's a, like got a darker tone to it than like than the cartoon right now, but I would even take like a really good cartoon game. Uh but something in that style is something that I would love to see announced and they they have they're more popular than they've ever been before. Uh if the movie had done better who knows what we've what, what we could have gotten there? But that's something that I really want to see in my lifetime. So, you know, hey, if we're, if we're putting out hopes, that's that's my hope. Mm-hmm. Cool, Jackie for the Xbox. Yeah, not really. No, don't nothing? have an Xbox. Okay, <laughs> ask me when I have my Xbox One again. Another one, just <laughs> um, I want to see whatever Marvel is doing with their games, um. They have to be doing – I mean, they can't be sitting on the sidelines right now and not, A, formulating a plan, or, B, that plan being carried out right now and we're waiting to see the yeah, announcement. It does seem to be a fairly obvious void, considering how much they're taking over There, There general. is a huge well, void right now yeah. of no, uh, no like, real yeah, Marvel video Yeah, I mean, you've got Lego – Disney Infinity uh, 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's not – that's not what I mean. Like, a – a big title like a, a, a dedicated a triple a yeah. huge yeah. on the level of you know the arkham games type game exactly. not saying it has to be in that mold no but that bigger game that dedicated to that universe yeah because you had all those crappy movie tie-in games and you know you have the, the thor yeah, the captain america the iron yeah. man and so a dedicated a studio making a dedicated game that that first off that would make tons and tons of money if if it was viable and the games were good. To me, to me, they already have the answer. And as like as a stopgate until the, you could start doing like a dedicated Avengers game or a dedicated like Captain America game. That's good. Like we're seeing out of the, out of the Arkham games. I mean, Marvel Heroes on the PC is a terrific, fun-filled, top-down Diablo-esque type game that mm-hmm. looks like it would be so easy to port the console. It's the Ultimate Alliance games, just bigger with more characters and customizations and a social element. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that game can't be on consoles as a stopgate and as a you know entry point for everybody into that universe. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, I could play Ultimate Alliance over, over and, and over, over again. and yeah. over again if they just had any kind of updated Ultimate Alliance with today's rosters. And think about it: when was the last time we had an X Men game? X-Men Legends 2? Uh, no, it was... What was the crappy one with the made-up characters? Oh, um, I know what you're thinking of. That was the last one. Yeah. And that failed miserably. miserably. <laughs> yeah. So... Goodness, goodness, goodness. Those were, my, those were the three games that I was thinking of that if I wanted to see something announced, it would be those three. Imagine, oh. if you will, Dino Crisis... That is a Dark Souls meets Shadow of the Colossus, where you actually have to climb atop the giant dinosaurs to take them down. Uh-huh. But it I was think... as hard as Dark Souls. Well, that's Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is yeah, that's right. pretty much just like that. I did not think of that. Mm, yeah. The more you know. Okay. Well, I mean, that's just a total fraction of of stuff we came up with. Games, they're obviously... Zillions have, of games we could, I have a Wii we could U name. One. Oh, go Just ahead. Just one Wii U one. Yeah, go ahead. I really, really want to have something a little more definitive on the new Zelda. I know it's coming. I know there's going to be something. It's going to be open world. There's been a lot of talk, but I want 
something definitive on well, it. Well, we have an email that we're going to read that's going to kind of go into some of the Wii awesome. U stuff. Yeah. So, Justin. This is from our friend Nintendad, and uh, he emailed our new email address, mm-hmm. Talking Games uh, PC. Of course, podcast wasn't taken. Uh, was taken, excuse me. So, it's TalkingGamesPC at gmail.com. Reach us there with anything. Uh, and I'm going to read the whole email. I mean, he talks about... Um, uh, the Wii U um, blah, 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 and some of the things that he's uh, hoping to see. Let's see here. Uh, I love achievements and trophies, so it only makes sense that I'd love to see some more features focused around them. Oh, sorry. Okay, that w- this wasn't the Wii U one. So he like kind of what Steve was mentioning before. He'd like to see features around the achievements and trophies. Maybe some second screen app for the Vita that keeps track of your trophies and how close you are to getting certain ones. That's Xbox a good has, idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Xbox has this feature in snapping the achievements, but I'd love to see it on the PS4 oh. too. I think that's a phenomenal yeah, idea. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I think that's like for trophy hunters and achievement stuff, yes. that, that progress bar on the achievements is something that I want and using, so bad and for trophies. And using the Vita as a, as a companion piece yeah. would be fantastic. Um, games he wants announced. Um, I'll go from now until E3. I want an Arkham collection announced before the release of Arkham Knight. Uh, I can't be the only one who wants a brand new Battletoads game. Uh, come on now, announced. let's make that a thing. Microsoft filing a trademark for it gets me excited. Yeah. So they filed a trademark for Battletoads. Nothing else said there. I love a new Rayman game that takes advantage of streaming, people interacting with you, and making each level easier or hard so it can be different every time you play it. And that's, that's from cool. Nintendo. Yeah, I've, yeah. Now, I did have a couple of Wii U thoughts after that. I did as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Wii U, I want a system almost like PlayStation now. They need a system up to go into their library and to be able to play any of their older games, Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I just don't think their, their store worked like they intended. I don't think, you know, remakes or ports of their games worked out like they intended the amount of money that they could make if they had a proper rental type store what if what if it was even a netflix type subscription that you pay x amount of dollars a month and now the entire nintendo catalog is before you oh forget about it they would would, so much money so much money by the way nintendo just send your checks to uh (laughs) talking underscore games on twitter (laughs) Rob, yes. do you think you'd put more time in with the Wii U if you could play those? By all means. If if I knew I had a half hour and I could say, oh, cool, I'm just going to play a couple of levels of Super Mario 3. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would... They have a back catalog unlike any of the other systems right. where their games are cherished. And, I mean, both the other the other two systems have games like that, too. But I mean, we're going back way to our childhood. Yeah. So to be able, like you said, load up Super Mario 3 or for me, Super Mario 2 and be like, oh, I could just like, I already got this. I could just download it for free or go back and play some of the other games, mm-hmm. Altered Beast, things like that. I mean, that would be terrific. And, and to not have to worry about buying it, you're already paying for the subscription. Like it's it's money that they have sitting there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for those older games that no one's going to pay $15, 20 exactly. for, right. you know, just throw them up on that service. Mm-hmm. What about you, Justin? Thoughts? Um, the reason I thought that Chris was talking about achievements is because I was actually mixing um, my thoughts with his is I want an a- achievement trophy type thing for the Wii U. I want something like, you know, it's so popular on the other two systems. It does not hurt to put it there. And if you don't care about it, you you know, it's whatever. But for people who like that stuff, like that would help draw me into the Wii U a little bit more. And it's a stupid little thing. But it's something that I'm sure a huge amount of the population that plays games that 
have this console would like. Yeah. Well, they're just getting around to DLC, so expect yeah. trophies in another two years or so. <laughs> <laughs> and par- party chat somewhere along the way. Yeah, well, you know, we're scared of that for... Yeah, which is like understandable in a way, but, I mean, you could only remain... You should be able to do, like, private party chat. I think that would even be worse in their eyes. They just don't want... They, they don't want, want little to, kids hooking correct. up with pedos. Correct. But I mean, I can see that. Uh, yeah. You know, or it's, it, or it's it could, gonna. It could be something as simple as the only people you can hear on your friends list, and that a guardian always has to input an accept to like an, an an exception of a friend. You know that an adult always has to do it. I mean, there there are ways that they could implement it where they could still safeguard it in a way, but. For the rest of us, like, you know, not being able to consistently hear each other during Mario Kart or, you know, I, I don't know if there's going to be chat in the next Smash Brothers, like in rounds, maybe in lobby. I'm sure it's going to be in lobby, but I don't for Mario Kart. It's not in race that you can hear each other. No. So no. who knows about, you know, in round, I doubt with eight people, it, it, it sounds like it's going to be nutty. I think in lobby. Yes. Hmm. What I, about you, Steve? Me? Um, I want some more original IP. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love all the timeless Nintendo staples. They're all fantastic. Mario mm-hmm. games, whatnot. Bring them on. New Zelda, whatever. But let's get some new characters going. Splatoon. Yes, exactly. Splatoon. Great. You know what? Give me more of that. I, I Seriously, like those little characters, they could end up being something. The last real iconic thing that we've had from them was Pikmin. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and to, to that, let's get some new talent into Nintendo, where are like the young creators that are going to lead the Nintendo, you know, I'd say race, but like who's going to be leading Nintendo in 10 or 15 years? Miyamoto can't make everything. No, I know it's, it's, that's something to be seen. That's something that they hold very tight to their chests. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, all of them have their protégés. It's, it's just, yeah. when, when will the time the, be? The studio doing Splatoon is they're a young studio. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, yeah. I watched the developer so, interview with them, and they're all young guys. That's awesome. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, more of that. I would love to know about more of that. You know, it would, it would, I'm, I'm interested in knowing that kind of thing. Um, my other little tiny thing is the battery life of the Wii Pad. Fix that shit. Yeah. That thing lasts, at, the, at best, an hour and 40 minutes, and it's dead. Mm-hmm. That is inexcusable. And in, in today's, I know it's huge. I know it takes a lot of power, but I can't sit with it plugged into my wall all the time. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't think you're going to see anything anytime soon no. with that. It, it well, we haven't sucks, even seen the secondary pad. We have. They don't even sell them in stores. No. no well, game, no game uses no game this, uses a second, second pad. pad yeah. Because yeah. oh, they're they're so expensive Our, for you know for people to buy separately that. They don't think it would be cost effective. It's still the thing uh, that I want to see is them just take it away. Like if you're not going to use it and implement it in yeah. all of your games, interestingly, use it or lose just it. take it away. Drop the price of the console. Make it make a Wii U a thing that is in everybody's house like a Wii was. You know, get the, get the sales of the system up. You know, show the you know show Nintendo that you know people want this thing. It's just you know I, it, right now. During the holidays, it's the same price as an Xbox One mm-hmm. for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not going to fly. And I mean, there's terrific games coming out, but 
the masses are not going to you know, run to pick up an uh you know a Wii U when you know the more popular thing is sitting right next to it. Right. Well, games are going to be what what people make choices on and I don't think uh, other than Smash Brothers what does Nintendo have this this holiday Captain season. Captain Toad then. is coming out this year. But that I is mean, but what they need to do. That's what Nintendo. I think that's why Nintendo's always stayed in the market and been competitive. Is their exclusivity? You know, I think that's what they need to work on. Like you said, it's it's got to be about the games for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think their console is strong enough to stand up against the PlayStation and yeah, the Xbox. But that's why it's got to it's got to duck the price, mm-hmm. and it, it it can't be. I don't think it compete with it either. And not that there's anything wrong with that. You have your your corner of the market capped yeah, out. Exactly. Stop trying, you know, right now, like it or not, you're competing with them because you're now in the same price range. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can compete with them that way, but just without third party support, then they're done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they have none right now. Smash I mean, Brothers is going to sell systems, but those are people that have always been planning to buy the system when Smash Brothers comes out. Yeah. yeah I'm not mm-hmm. sure it's going to pull people away from other consoles uh-huh. definitely because having all three systems if something that is coming out that's on all three systems i'm not buying it for the wii u no i know ne- you know never never i'm would the same I. that's my absolute well, last choice you no 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 smash brothers yes no. i'm saying let's say call of duty on all oh. three systems right is call of duty even out this year on it on wii u i don't no. think so no, right? no i was just throwing that but out yeah even if example. it was like why would you buy it on the wii u above Xbox or PlayStation, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. This was something uh, that I heard, and, and I hope this doesn't come out as bashing of the Wii U because I own one. I want it to be good. I, I, I want to. I yeah. want to play it. I want there to be good things on it. But to Rob's point about third party, this was about a year ago that I read this, um, and somebody did a test on a Sunday, and they put in Madden to see how many people, how many were, people playing. were playing. It was like less than a hundred in the country were playing Madden on the Wii U during that time. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Yeah. Like, just, like, banana pants crazy insane. Yep. So, uh, you know, they, they need that third-party support. And if it's the gamepad for some reason that people are just like, I don't know what to do with this thing, then just get rid of it. We'll see. We'll see if that comes to fruition. Mm. Does anyone have any last words on the subject? I, I do, but I, I, I don't know that I should. Any games, real quick, that we want to see on the Wii U? I would love to play a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. I would love to play a new huh. Metroid game. I yeah. think that's something that has to be announced yeah. and relatively I'm, I'm, soon. I'm surprised it hasn't been announced yet. Um, I mean, they've mentioned Star Fox. Like, you know, to me, I'm new to Nintendo. I didn't have one growing up as a kid. I had an NES, but nothing else after that mm-hmm. uh, until the GameCube, and I only played Smash. So, you know, never played a Zelda, never played a Star Fox, never played a Metroid. Like, that's just me. Like, that that that's the path that I've, I've had for a long time. I'd like to get into these games. Uh, Star Fox has been sort of announced. Like, they kind of were like, oh, look, a Star Fox game. Now look over here. It's like, wait, that's Star Fox. Like, even I know that's important. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see these games come back into the forefront. Steve said he wants to see new IPs. I think that's a terrific idea, mm-hmm. especially yeah. to bring new blood to the system. But I would like a chance to play a Metroid game. So I, I would really like one to be announced. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. Okay, guys. That has been our system state of the union address uh we have a couple of comments on the forum we had um well we finished our email question so let's jump to the forum steve all right we got uh from our friend on the forums lane meyer uh i'm going to if you don't mind sir i'm going to kind of paraphrase or just read a portion of your 
uh, considerably long entry. Thank you so much for taking the time to write it. Um, but I'm just going to read a little bit. He says, new slim model Xbox One bundle with Halo 5. Recently leaked information about the smaller, cooler chip should give rise to this. Maybe get rid of that huge power brick. That bundle would sell like hotcakes. I agree with you on the power brick. That thing is dumb. Uh, lots of new announced exclusives for PS4. I feel like the PS4 has dropped the ball these re- uh, these last few months. Their exclusives are nowhere uh, to be seen and have uh, been pushed back next year. Drive Club was a disaster. Wish Ev- Evolution or Evolve uh, would have just made another motor storm. Oh, I'm sorry. Evolution it would have been another. Yeah. Because I'm reading it really fast that I'm screwing it up. Xbox, meanwhile, is coming uh, strong with Forza. Uh, Sunset and MCC. I do expect that next year will be stronger for PS4 in terms of exclusives. Can't be much weaker, and yet the system continues to sell like crazy. I'm excited to see what the devs have been working on. Uh, he also says, I'd like to see both PS4 and Xbox One. Xbox One's UI improved immensely. PS4 needs to allow for name changes, customization of their home screen. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox One needs to iron out some of the bugs causing games to hang on occasion and fix their install times for digital media. Um, he also goes on to say that both services need to uh, add ways that you can uh, group and sort your games, give you a wish list so you can flag a game uh, you'd like, to, I guess, to get it in the future. And, uh, you know, they're working on these things, and uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Excellent. Excellent. But uh, did- thank you very much, man, for, for writing in. We appreciate it. And Twitter. Did we have a... Yeah, we've actually... And we've also got uh, just two uh, Facebook comments, which we might as well take the time right now to announce that we actually do have our own Facebook page. Uh, and if you want to go, if you're on Facebook or you want to go to Facebook and you want to like our page, uh, we're at 49 likes right now because we just put this up. If we get to 100, um, we actually get more options on Facebook to do more things with the page. So if we can get ourselves to 100 um, in the coming week or so, that would be amazing. So we put the word out about what we were talking about tonight. And Samuel Moon actually says, uh, I have a PS4 and love it. My only complaint is that I cannot watch videos via USB flash drive or external hard drive. Uh, that is literally the only reason I haven't gotten rid of my 360 yet. So that is a very... I was actually going to bring that up earlier. Uh, very, very good point, Samuel. And also we got one from George Alexander. He says, for me, the only thing I'm missing for my PS4 is Bloodborne. I got to play a demo of it last month and it's incredible. It gave me the same feeling that I got playing Dark Souls for the first time. The graphics are gorgeous, and the gameplay is fluid and tons of fun. I think it could be for a big game next year. He actually, George just reminded me that I didn't mention this about Lords of the Fallen. The score and soundtrack for Lords of the Fallen is absolutely spectacular. So even during the like the load screen, just take a minute to just sit and listen to some of the music in that game. It is beautiful. He's going to be a little bit depressed, though, because Bloodborne got delayed today. Yes, did it, it did. by like six or seven weeks. Yeah, uh, it's it's oh, early Feb. Gonna be so pissed. Early February to late March, so about six weeks. Okay, um, and uh, just one second. Go ahead. Um, just if you guys want to check out um, the Facebook page, it's face facebook dot com slash talking games pc. Um, obviously standing for podcast. Excellent. We have another forum post. We do. Uh, Super tax nerd. So this this one after my own heart. I am hip deep in the Destiny grind. Up to level 26, but not seeing much else in the way of legendary exotic items. Going to start hitting the weekly strikes and start buying gear off the RE4 merchant. First, um, so basically the little Destiny thing. I think we've had this conversation before. There's many different ways of doing it. (laughs) And we're not going to go over them all again, but there are definitely... Keep going. 
because it's worth it. I think all of us would say it's definitely worth it. Um, so first, what I expect this time next year is to see some Star Wars Battlefront 3. Yes. When I was studying for the bar, I would have yes. insomnia panic attacks. I would wake up at night full of adrenaline. I would sneak over to the spare bedroom and play the original Battlefront on the PS2. A few hours of my cat snoozing on my lap while I shot stormtroopers was usually enough to re- for my brain to relax enough to sleep. I'm really excited to see an updated version of that game. Any news on that? Anyone? Battlefront comes out next um, fall winter. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be a twenty uh, a holiday 2015 game. Fantastic. There's a lot of behind, behind the scenes stuff out there right now, which looks insane. So... Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then second, what I want to see is an announcement of a Rocksteady Justice League game. Taking what we have in the Arkham series and crank it up to 11. Yes. It will never happen, but we can dream. Aww. We don't know, Rocks- on that? We we don't know what Rocksteady is going to do. I know. Mm-hmm. It could be a Turtles game. <laughs> and we had a, a nice little Twitter exchange. Yes, we did. Um, you want me to take this one or you want to take that, Steve? I can do it if you like. Okay. Um, our friend Douglas, who is uh, Dry- Dryceron on Twitter, says unannounced games wise, F Zero is begging for a modern revival with a Mario with the Mario Kart Eight DLC. I agree. Uh, he also says Wii U. I hope they bring themes and the cross game chat they've hinted to. PS Four, the suspend resume function they touted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also says just finished the latest podcast. Good stuff. As a Wii U and PS Four owner, I love the state of the consoles idea. So thank you very much, Douglas. Cool. Hopefully you've enjoyed this one. Yeah. Thank you to <laughs> everyone that has written in and commented. That really, really means a lot to us. Absolutely. Yes, it really does. Yes. Uh, and that's going to be it for this week. So from us here at Talking Games, part of the Talking Comics family, um, I know Talking Comics, they just had their Hellboy. Seed of Destruction yeah, Volume 1. Their little talk. We have the Misfits. <laughs> we have the Misfits. Uh, they were talking about Winter Soldier this past episode. They're on a good streak. Talking movies. Blue Velvet was their movie of the week. Uh, you could check out the Talking Valiant podcast. Also, you can email us at talkinggamespc at gmail.com, or you can contact us on our personal Twitters. Mine is at dusk1020. Mine is at dead underscore anchorus. It's at Jackie Turner, J-C-Q-Y. At your oak, J-O-R-J-O-R-O-A-K. And Comparicism. Then... <laughs> Comparicism. <laughs> and then uh, talking, underscore, uh, talking underscore games is our Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Yes. There you go. So again, thank you very much. Have a great night, guys. <laughs>